it's an absolute pleasure. I have the STT International team, Kyle, Chris, Hobby, all here to talk about current openings. I mean, these are current job openings looking for IT cybersecurity specialists. If you're an S6 Intel veteran transitioning service member who has skills such as UX, UI, Java, .NET, uh, coding, C++, or are currently in the process of obtaining these skills. We got current job openings and we got the path for the next years to come. So you're going to want to listen to this episode if this is where you're at, who you are, or where you're needing to go now. View from the skies coming up. Lay up, lay up, lay up, high ho, lock and low. All right, thanks for joining me on this kind of really special episode of View from the Skies today. I'm Ryan Sweeney. I'm your host, as you all know. Uh, but I have three individuals here, Kyle, Chris, and Hobby, and I'm going to let them jump down and really break right into it, what we're here for. But we're, we have an immediate need for some really uh, great level job positions for transitioning veterans or service members and veterans alike. Uh, and they're going to run us down on the opportunities they have currently and what's growing up after that, uh, coming behind that. So uh, without further ado, Javi, please kick us off a little introduction. Sure. Great. Thank you so much, Ryan. Appreciate the opportunity. And Thanks to everybody out there in view from the skies. We're super grateful. We are very excited about transitioning veterans and service members into the workforce. And we specialize with uh, IT and cybersecurity. And a lot of veterans and transitioning service members have those skills, which are very valuable. And we'll get into some specifics on some actual jobs that we are actively recruiting right now. But first, just wanted to say hi, tell you about our company, STT Global. STT International has been around for decades, specializing in cyber and IT. Uh, for instance, we placed uh, hundreds of technical and executives at corporations like Microsoft, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and we're working with some defense contractors currently on some very patriotic missions. I uh, wanted to first introduce you to Kyle, who specializes in cybersecurity in our practice. So say hi, Kyle, and maybe tell them a little bit about yourself and uh, where you came from, ISC Squared. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Kyle Oliver. Uh, just joined up with STT Global here recently. Uh, after spending my career with ISC Squared, who's most famous for the CISSP, so I've developed uh, thousands of, of CISSP certification holders over the last 10 years and uh, really understand the, the value of certs, uh, especially with, with service members uh, coming over uh, as there's a lot of uh, certification requirements that um, make you valuable, uh, not only in the military, but out in the commercial space as well. So uh, glad to be here. Uh, thank you so much, Kyle. And then I also want to introduce you to Chris. Uh, Chris is our specialist on transitioning veterans and service members because he is one. He has a huge passion. He was a Marine Corps recruiter and earned five Navy commendation medals in his service with the Marine Corps. He's a real go-getter and he's a great advocate for you. So with that, I just want to introduce you to Chris Belcher. Thanks, Javi. Uh, hey guys, nine-year Marine Corps veteran here. Uh, excited to be on this podcast with everybody. Uh, really champion uh, veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses. Uh, we want to be able to help uh, that whole audience and community. Uh, Ryan's helping us do that. And um, we're going to continue to to push forward, uh, especially in this IT and cybersecurity space, to uh, fill them with as many veterans and, and transitioning service members as we can. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank you very much, gentlemen. So, uh, I mean, let's let's jump right into it, right? So, I mean, it's COVID nineteen. Uh, there's what we're over thirty million people laid off at this point in time, and, and here we we have an organization that's uh, 
it really has multiple positions opening. And as I understand it, you have some backfill uh, positions that you that you'll have open once you clear some of these initial positions. So a lot of opportunity uh, for veterans, like you said, in the IT cybersecurity field in the defense contract uh, area. So so an industry where you get to still accomplish a mission uh, and have purpose in life. And then, and then, like you said, you, you work with Fannie Mae, Fannie Mac. I mean, the, the, the level and caliber of your customer is clearly top of the line. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the, this, you know, the, the job descriptions that you do have open or, or maybe the, the, the common one you're looking to fill right now. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Sure. So we have a really uh, diverse group of jobs and and uh, most of them are on what I would call the front lines. So we have uh, IT positions that we're looking for. About half of these roles require active secret clearances. So that obviously is a sweet spot for transitioning service members. And we're looking for a variety of positions that go from software developers, C Sharp, C++, .NET, and Java to more generalist uh uh, roles like systems administrator one, systems administrator two, senior help desk, and even some shift work. And this is for a very patriotic mission. It's designing critical systems and managing critical systems uh, that protect um, U.S. warfighters, diplomats, uh, and some some very important worldwide missions. So uh, we're we're thrilled that this mission is is patriotic. And the type of people that come from uh, U.S. military are the type of people that we want for these roles because you've already uh, proven that, you know, you put mission above uh, above everything else. We also are very sensitive to family life. Uh, so these are great jobs with benefits, some flexibility to work remotely. There are shift work positions. There's overtime opportunities and there's the opportunity to make really good money. So, I mean, we can get into the brass tacks of each individual job as we have more time, but that's one of the front lines. And then, you know, another front line is is we're also looking for a dozen nurses for a hospital in Atlanta right now. And that is really the front lines of COVID. So we do tend to specialize more in IT and cybersecurity, but because we have filled those types of roles across many different verticals, we develop relationships with other vertical markets, with other types of companies, and they see that we do a good job. We try to listen. We try to understand what the culture is. We try to understand what the recipe or, or the equation for a successful career. And it's about people. It's about the right fit. It's about leadership. It's about attitude. It's about mission. It's about building people up and giving them the opportunity to grow. So we look for those type of customers and those types of environments, but then our, our customers see that we do good work. So the next thing you know, we're finding nurses. So uh, we've also got some you know other opportunities uh, in the uh, in the IT space for some corporate to corporate work or contract work, but we tend to focus more on the W two side of things, putting people into a career opportunity. But, uh, you know, we'll get all of our contact information throughout this uh, podcast and you can reach out to us at STT Global Consulting. You can find us all on LinkedIn. If you go to STT Global Consulting, you can find me, Hobby Wright, Kyle Oliver, Chris Belcher. Send us all uh, uh, a LinkedIn request. Tell us you're a transitioning service member, whether we have something for you or not. We will go to bat for you and try to network you uh, uh, for you, Chris is connected to a lot of resources um, as well. So, uh, you know, we'll get him to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, Ryan, I don't know if you want me to go into any specifics on these jobs. I mean, we might be able to fill some of these jobs. Uh, we were kind of thinking more big picture, but if we can put a, a service member to work, if you want, I can go into some of the specifics. Yeah, I mean, let's get down and dirty. Uh, you know, I, I think the nurses probably pretty much explains itself. Uh, anybody who, who's not living in a cocoon uh, really knows what's going on on the, on the front lines in the COVID situation and how how uh, needed uh, those those you know, really uh, first responders and frontline uh, leaders, nurses, uh, the opportunity that's out there for them. So so let's talk about this, uh, uh, the, the kind of the IT cybersecurity side. So with, with some of the 
specific technical skills you mentioned, uh, as I understand it, you know, obviously you want as much as that as possible, but, but what else are you looking for in a candidate? Are you looking to uh, find somebody who's, let's say, obviously more than just the hardworking and show up on time, but maybe they're a problem solver? What, what makes them a good fit if they don't necessarily have 10 out of 10 skills uh, and to you know, fit in in a potential organization who, who really they just want to go out there and make a difference and kind of continue that service? That's a that's a great question, but I, I am going to say one more plug, and then we don't need to talk about the nurses anymore. But just in case any of these service members are nurses or their family members, there are signing bonuses and relocation assistance available for those jobs. But yes, a great great question. So you know, I like to think of uh, Mr. Wolf from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, some of you guys, some of you guys might be too young, you know, and if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, you need to watch that movie. It dates me. It was like when I took my wife to see that at the theater when we were dating and I opened the car door for her, that's when she knew I was the one. So I'm an Elvis man. So Pulp Fiction is, is big in my book. But uh, but yeah, you know, Mr. Wolf was a problem solver, right? When, when nobody could figure out how to solve this problem, they called Mr. Wolf. That's exactly what we want. We want people who you know, work their way up and got promotions because of, you know, kind of classic quote unquote battlefield promotions. Somebody who actually did something in the real world and was recognized by leadership and given more and more responsibility. We want people like that, that we can bring into the workforce, make them rock stars and get more and more responsibility, get more and more uh, of a piece of the American pie for their family. And especially on these patriotic missions, because you're doing something really crucial, really critical for your country and your family at the same time. Yeah. So, Chris, maybe you can help out with this. Uh, it's really a twofold question, I guess, both for you, Hobby and Chris, but that the growth is, is something, right? So where, where does a person who wants to get into this position and maybe maybe they don't have all the technical skills, but they're, but they're proving you that they're a wolf, then where does the growth opportunity, um, I guess, is it there for them so they can maybe if they have to take a step back to be able to launch their career a little bit more? Is that opportunity there? And then, Chris, maybe you could pinpoint uh, some of the I guess some of the what we would say would be the, uh, I guess, cross rank level, so to speak, type positions that we're looking at out there from the military for those who are transitioning. Cause I'm seeing my mind goes right to, well, you need some, you need some specialists, you know, you need the, the E4s, maybe some E5s that are out there just doing, uh, you know, the specific tasks, the specific requirements and some of the, some of the things that you mentioned, but then you also uh, need some of those upper echelon people who really maybe have a whole crossbred of experience. So uh, please help us answer some of the questions so we can identify who are the right people to go out there and, and really target that audience. Well, yeah, I mean, again, the, those skill sets. So we're, what we're looking for is a progressive career and character, integrity and and results are, are, are the keys. And we can find the skills. We can build the skills. Now, some of these specific jobs are going to require specific skills like, you know, active directory and uh, basic networking protocols, those kinds of things. You have to have those skills to get some of these jobs. But if you have those skills, you can get more. You can get more certifications. You can get more training. You can get, get your head around other products and solutions. And if you show the aptitude, we will work with you and help you identify the skills you need to acquire to advance in your career. And so with that, you know, Chris, I'll let you, you know, take it home from there. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, so what I'm seeing with, with the range of jobs we have and and uh, you know the veterans we're reaching out to, um, it, it it goes from you know the the E3s and E4s that did three or four years active duty, or even the the guys in the National Guard and, and reserves um, that may be looking at a junior or kind of mid level position like we kind of described earlier with a system admin or a front desk help. Um, in this world of the IT and cyber, I mean these certifications are really crucial because it it shows the employer that. These people have put to practice and, and gotten the education they, they need 
you know, to, to be able to, to go to work right away, kind of hit the ground running, which is a phrase we hear all the time in the military. Um, but, you know, just yesterday, Javi and I were on, a, on the phone call with a guy that's uh, uh, running things for the United States uh, Marine Corps Systems Command. He's the executive director. He's looking at uh, CIO and CISO type uh, jobs. And, and so we went to bat for him right away. And, and because Javi and, and, you know, STT Global Consulting has a wide, you know, network, we were able to plug him into a position to take a look at right away. Um, one other thing I, I, I would say about your your question there, Ryan, is is we know as we've transitioned out of out of the military and spent some time in the private sector, you're kind of almost on an even playing field, uh, depending on you know what sector, what industry you're in, as far as as far as from an enlisted and officer you know standpoint. Um, and then you know it's pretty unique um, from what you know, and I, I'm learning. I just came on with these guys here recently, but uh, in the IT and cyber world, I mean, those those certifications are almost necessary. You need to be able to demonstrate, um, you know, that that type of work and the type of skill sets are asking for. You may even need some sort of portfolio to to be able to show. Um, but yeah, we we uh, are looking for anyone from you know an E1 that's in the reserves or the National Guard all the way up to an 06. You know. Um, we, we can find a place for them and a home for them. Um, but it's uh, really, we're trying to fit them. It needs to be a cultural fit. Um, and I know that's crucial to people that are transitioning. They don't want to just take a job. They want to continue uh, the mission, you know, they had in service. And uh, that's what we're doing too. And, um, you know, we're trying to add that human touch to, to recruiting and to, um, you know, placing transitioning service members and veterans in these key positions. Yeah. So, so what would help stand out uh, for the individuals for you? I mean, you mentioned one thing there, uh, you know, especially Chris is somebody who's transitioned, you know, uh, and, and seen some of the struggle, uh, I guess, so to speak, or, or just, you know, that, that, like you said, the kind of the cultural change, this seems like a little bit less of a cultural change, but what helps them stand out, especially somebody who's, who's IT security, maybe they have most of these, uh, I guess, uh, skill sets that you're looking for. I mean, are we talking like, Hey, uh, you know, let's see what your, let's see what your portfolio looks like. What do you, what does your LinkedIn profile look like? Do you have a website? Do you, I mean, what, what, what is the, what are the difference makers here for, for some of these candidates? Yeah. I mean, I think in this industry and, uh, you know, hobby, if you want to come in and back me up on this, I mean, it, it really does, it, it become, become specific to the skill sets that the employer is asking for. Some of that's just, you know, it, it's got to be there. Um, you know, so it may be, you know, the SQL development, or it may be like we have a UI UX position that we really need to, to get filled and that they're really, that the employer is really looking heavy on the product design and, and, uh, you know, the veteran that, um, is, been doing work like that needs, you know, three plus years of experience and a really, you know, a portfolio that really jumps out to the employer. Um, you know, those kind of things we can't get around, but we're looking, and I think Javi touched on this earlier, somebody that's been in the military and, you know, they took whatever was given to them and, you know, they, they demonstrated leadership. They went above and beyond what they were asked to do. Um, those are the type of people we're looking to place. Obviously, we want people that are teachable and coachable. Um, that's going to reflect when they when they interview. That's going to reflect to the employer that I've got somebody that can be here for the long haul. Um, and they're just looking to, you know, to take that extra step. Um, and, and, and as you know, most of our transitioning service members and veterans, they do. I mean, they took the extra step to, to raise their hand and volunteer and, and join the military. And, and uh, nine times out of 10, that's what you're getting on the back end when they're coming out. Um, but yeah, there's some of these things in the IT and cyber, it just, you have to have those skills. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let me ask you this then. Um, I, I know we're trying to fill a direct, you know, positions that are open now and, in cybersecurity is, is, you know, big now and it's growing for the future. Right. I mean, I, I don't see, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see any changes in it. So, uh, in any time in the near future. So what if, um, uh, what about uh, the the uh, long term picture? You know, do you guys see more positions opening up, or, or tell me a little bit about uh, you know 
the backfill uh, once you get some of these positions filled. Because what I want to do is paint the picture here for somebody who might still not be transitioning uh, and, and might have some of these skills, but uh, and, and how to utilize some of these other organizations that are out there. So you have organizations like shift.org or you have um, uh, other cybersecurity training programs that are out there, some some for a lot of them for free, honestly, for veterans. So I want to make sure that the individuals who who are attracted to what you're talking about uh, and still have a little bit of time and you guys have some time to to go ahead and make those necessary fits right now so they can go ahead and, and, and land you know, and transition much smoother because we don't know how long this COVID-19 thing is going to go on, but we do know cybersecurity is going to be there. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great question. Uh, Javi, I'm going to hit, hit it first and then back me up here. So yes, sir. I want to put some plugs in here for some uh, veteran organizations because that was a good question. Um, and we've already talked to and partnered with um, Divergence Academy, which is out of Dallas, Texas. And um, they, they get these certifications um, that, that, that are needed for some of these roles we talked about to, to the transitioning service member and veterans are able to use their GI Bill. And as you know, earn a, uh, a stipend every month from that. Um, another company that I did military outreach for pre-hired is another great one where they will train uh, the service member or the veteran uh, for uh, career and software sales. And uh, we will definitely be working with them in the future. Um, but then they, they have a certification, but they also reach out to their networks and guarantee a hire uh, for that veteran or transitioning service member. And then to kind of reach back to some of the, the, the things you were asking in, in the beginning of your question there, Ryan. So anybody that is six months out, 12 months out, even two years out from, from getting out of the military and they're thinking about a, a career in IT or cybersecurity, I would start looking at those certifications and networking to figure out which ones do I need for specific positions. Um, and then looking, so another... Um, um, kind of guide would be uh, going to va.gov and vets to tech. That's a website within va.gov where they can go to places like Divergence Academy and get the training they need. Um, and then DOD Skillbridge, which is a six month intern um, internship for, for transitioning service members as they're getting out, they can literally take the uniform off the day they, they, they get off base and, and be in a, a paid position because they performed well in that internship. Um, and we're partnering with uh, with people like Hire Military, Michael Quinn, Matt Quick, uh, Hire Heroes, who who does a lot of great fellowships. Um, and then just the cybersecurity market itself. Next year, there's going to be, I, I think it's up, upwards of two to three million jobs that, that are not going to be able to be filled because people don't have the training. So we would love to direct them to the places where they can get the training and then also partner with those organizations so that it can just be a continual pipeline. And, and as we know, the the great thing about the military is it's always gonna be there and then it's gonna be a continual pipeline for us to fill these positions with great candidates. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. I'm gonna put one more out there, Leader Quest. If you guys haven't heard of them, I have recorded an episode. Uh, they have, I think four, low, four or five locations, one in Denver, one in Dallas, one in San Antonio, one I believe somewhere in Florida, but they, they're focused on tech-based. I'll make an introduction after uh, this, uh, after we're done recording the podcast, so you guys have that. But the, they're doing the same thing. They, they're training on the cybersecurity side of the house, uh, and they're doing they're doing that connection too. Like they're doing a whole career, uh, I guess, consulting or, or training as well, where they're they're helping. Uh, you know, with their career advice as well. So it's really like uh, a, a, more than a certification. It's like a whole mentorship slash training slash uh, we're going to make sure we hand you off to the right place. So, um, uh, yeah, no, and, and, and it's I can't recommend it enough as far as the opportunity goes. Like you said, I mean, we're going to run short of individuals and, and COVID-19 is only kind of brought this up to – uh, bubbled it up to the top even more, so to speak, right? So, so now that yeah. people are jumping on Zoom and jumping on uh, Zencaster to report podcasts and et cetera, it, the the fact that cybersecurity is going to be even more important these days. So, I appreciate you uh, sharing that uh, with us. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just go out there and say, you know, hey, if you're 
in my network or listening to this or anybody's network, I'll, I'll put uh, uh, all this information in the show notes when it comes to who to contact and how to contact them. Uh, but but specifically, if you're a, an IT or an S6 individual listening to this, I mean, this is obviously up your, your field. And if you're an Intel person, uh, this is more than likely, depends on what track you went down, is still up your field as well. And, and you might not have all those certifications, but I guarantee you have all the other background that's required for these positions. And it might be just, hey, I have six months or a year, I can go out and get these certifications. So um, if, if that's an interest to you, and then certainly share that down. Uh, the whole point of view from the skies is to get down to the next level, right? Like to the people that don't even know they're transitioning yet to start their transition early. So it makes it as smooth as possible. So uh, that being said, I, you know, I, I will circle back and talk about the nurses uh, because, uh, I, you know, I just think it's it's vital. Um, I know I've been working with uh, a little bit with an organization down in Houston and, and they started uh, basically mobilizing, I think, 400 veteran uh, medical service representatives to help backfill uh, in a worst case scenario, nurses as the nurses started to get sick with COVID-19. So uh, I, th I think, um, you know, anybody, I know you're probably searching directly for nurses, but any anybody with that medical service background and to your point, National Guardsmen, Reservists, uh, you know, I think now's the opportunity uh, to, to kind of uh, reach for that and, and uh, I know you guys also started connecting with Vets to Industry, so those those guys have a big footprint down in Atlanta, and hopefully they can help you fill some of those positions as well. Absolutely. And then another area where we can help is uh, really helping the transitioning service members with their networking and their branding. It is very competitive. You know, we're very grateful that during COVID-19, we are putting Americans to work. Uh, you know, there are jobs and we are on the front lines of getting people jobs. And that's what we're doing every day. Uh, but there are there's a lot of pause. Right. There's a lot of uh, hurry up and wait. There are several companies that we're also working with who are planning to hire after COVID lifts. And unfortunately, there are several companies that we're aware of and that we've worked with who went the opposite direction and had to do layoffs. So what that means is there's a lot of competition. So you've got to be smart about how you pursue these jobs, how you differentiate yourself, your personal brand, your resume, add some, um, you know, a, a little bit of marketing sizzle, put a picture of yourself, uh, give some narrative prepare some stories where you solved real world problems. We're, we're excellent at coaching people for interviews. A lot of the interviews that are happening right now are virtual. So find a spot in your home where you can set up a camera and make yourself look like a rock star or as close to a rock star as you can. Get a good angle, get good lighting, get a good background, uh, practice some video conference calls so you don't look amateurish when you do get a, a virtual interview. All of these things are crucial. So people who are, are coachable, teachable, and are aware of, you know, really the image that they project, it's going to go a long way. We can get you opportunities, but they're very competitive. You've got to stand out. And so, you know, Chris is very good at coaching people up in that. So is Kyle. Uh, and, you know, we've learned some of these lessons the hard way ourselves. Yes, we know that the kids and the dogs are in the background. Everybody understands that we're dealing with the same thing. But you only get to make a first impression once. And that visual impression in lieu of meeting somebody in person is probably going to be over the Internet right now. So prepare for that. Make sure that you've got good signal. All of that. Those are, you know, very important things. Just general, you know, kind of hygiene to coach up and do a good job. Set yourself out apart, but if we can help you with your resume, uh, we can connect you with resources who do the same thing. Um, you know, get out there and differentiate yourself and work on your network. LinkedIn, very powerful tool. Grow your LinkedIn network. Tell people that you're a transitioning service member because everybody wants to support that. So you may be reaching out to hiring managers yourself or, or, or folks that you can network with. Send a personal message. Tell them that you're a transitioning service member. You're looking for opportunities. 
You'd be grateful for the connection, uh, whether there's an opportunity now or not, but grow your network and, uh, and learn how to use that social network, uh, you know, to find opportunities. And then the other thing is if you help somebody solve their problem, it just seems that our problems go away. Help other people, help other people find a job, connect other people with other opportunities. And, uh, you know, that, that's how this thing, you know, I know it's cliche, but teamwork makes the dream work. And everybody has a brand now in the age of social media. Everybody has an image. Polish yours up. Be smart. We can help you. There's a lot of other resources who can help you. Yeah, that's perfectly said. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug one of my previous episodes, and that's with Matt Sure. He t- he talks. He's the uh, I'd say one of the uh, more intellectual people when it comes to how to use LinkedIn. There 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 are other folks out there, but uh, he's he's one of the ones I've interviewed. Uh, so look him up. I'll put his uh, LinkedIn profile in the show notes. But uh, but he he emphasizes all that same stuff, right? And and yes, the great part about it is you have somebody like Chris who you can look over and go, okay. I think this person is saying this, or I believe I understand, you know, based on my background, this is what he's saying, and they can help coach you through that. Um, and that that is a value of having a veteran on the team. Uh, but but it, like you said, it, there is competition that's out there uh, as well with, with, you know, like I said, whatever, 30 million Americans that are out there jobless right now. So uh, you do need to do something that stands out and that that is creating your brand. And it's funny you mentioned the wolf because – for a very short period of time in my summary, I made that reference in my LinkedIn profile. And I kind of stopped for for a little while, thought about it, left it in there, even put a link to the video clip for, for those who didn't. And then I, I think I left it there for a week and I ended up taking it out. I'm like, I don't want to send the wrong impression here. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like partners in crime, right? It's a dubious. <laughs> It's a dubious, uh, Mr. Wolf is a dubious guy because he worked for gangsters, but his skill set, use your powers for good, but you have to have that type of creative skill set that no matter what comes down the pike, if my philosophy is if it's necessary, it's possible. And if we have to find a way to do it, we will find a way to do it. And, uh, but, but that's the type of people we're looking for are people that don't get stuck on a rock you know, they figure out how to get to shore. Right. And it's the, so, so I better reference this. So speaking of stuck on the rock, I better reference be the rock. Like that guy's a genius when it came to personal branding and, to, to your point, you know, it's it's tough when you're getting out of the military and when you're in the military, uh, how to come out of your shell and refine that creativity, you know, that creativity that was inside you and that creative side. But but really, that's what makes you shine. That's what it's all about. So so we go into Matt and I go into the, uh, you know, the selection of why you're selecting a photo, what that background photo means and what it's supposed to represent. And it's it, it's kind of funny because it almost seems like old now, but it's it's like reading a newspaper, right? And you open that front page newspaper and usually it's a giant picture, some giant headline, and then there's some portion of the story on the side and then it says flip to A5 to continue reading. And that's where they have the opportunity to capture you. It's that picture, it's the headline, and that's going to drag you to read the side a little bit. And then it's, do you flip to page A5 or not? And that's your LinkedIn profile, your picture, your background picture, your headline, the first 18 words you get in your summary that somebody's going to see real quickly on the phone. Do I want to click on this person's profile and continue reading? And it does take some creativity. Um, and now's not the time to just fall in the norm and be the standard and follow the footprints and somebody's ahead of you. Uh, now's the time to, to really kind of break out of that shell a little bit. So I just wanted to plug that because I think that's effective to, to help you stand out in front of the crowd. Maybe don't go as far as Mr. Wolf and tagging, uh, tagging the YouTube video in your profile, but, uh, but that little bit's going to help you. And it's, that's what it's about. It's about making an impression and a lasting memory to somebody to want to read more and go, I want to chat with this person. Let me send them a message. I hear you. And definitely for the week or two that you had it up, it would have made an impression on me because I would have been like, Ryan gets it. He knows that he, he, he knows, you know, there's two different, even, I work with a lot of brilliant engineers 
and PhDs and all of that. And that's great. They're all great in their great fields. But sometimes I've seen guys with high school educations outfox everyone, you know, just because they've got that natural skill set and they get those battlefield promotions and they move into, uh, you know, uh, richer and more significant role because they're able to solve problems. So that's a skill that I'm always looking for. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we need a lot of these basic uh, certifications. So, you know, um, you mentioned some of the jobs. Uh, you know, we're looking with, for people with experience with uh, scripting, TCPIP, SQL administration, VMware, Active Directory, if these things pop off of your resume and you're a transitioning service member and you have an active secret clearance, contact us right away and we may be able to get you to work quick, fast, and in a hurry. And especially if you're willing to work shift work, um, including night shifts, we have immediate roles that they're having a hard time fulfilling this mission and getting people to work some of these night shifts. So we can get you to work. Yeah, and the one thing I wanted to caveat on the shift, because I'm glad you brought that back up, I wanted to ask a little bit about uh, remote opportunities, shift work, and just the kind of culture in general. I know we can't talk a lot of details on some of this stuff, but uh, but shift work, I look at it like this. Look at it as somebody uh, – I say the best place to start is on and off shift work. And it's why is that? It's just like, Chris, you can probably attest our time in the military. When you're on day shift, it's like being at the flagpole, right? You you have your job, your task. You have everything that comes down daily, uh, all the fragos, the changes, the, hey, you, this needs to be done, the good ideas, all that stuff. And then when you go off shift, usually you just basically have to lead your people and or solve you know whatever that 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 daily mission is or that that task is for the for the day week or whatever the case is and it's like being away from the flagpole now i can focus on my mission and now i can go out and make a difference and i know it's a tough pill to swallow for some transitioners especially as you start to increase in rank but i'm here to tell you uh you you can you can move into a a day shift job and be there for you know, kind of just three years and, and, you know, I'll throw a number out there three years and you're still there. You're still, you know, great. I'm on my day shift and, and I'm plugging away and I'm making a difference. And you could literally go on a, on a night shift for an off shift for like a year and turn around and do whatever project you want, like truly impactfully make a difference uh, because you have a little bit more time and freedom of maneuver just by nature of, of the timing. And, uh, and you, you could end up launching your career, that growth pass, uh, path much quicker uh, on the off shift. So uh, I know it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, but for the greater good and for the long, longevity of a, of a new career, I highly recommend it um, because I just really do think you get more of an opportunity to shine. You do. And that's where you need to be, Mr. Wolf, because there may not be anybody to ask at two o'clock in the morning. You need to know you need, you need to be large and in charge. You, you need to be the man with the plan. You need to be able to handle stuff. But, you know, it is. A, I, I interviewed a transitioning service member today that, that Chris bubbled up to me. And, um, you know, he had uh, most of the skills that we were looking for. And I think you know, he, he, he certainly got the, the skill set, the attitude, the aptitude, but he wasn't sure if he wanted to do the uh, night shift or not. And he needed to talk to his wife. And I'm like, hey, I get it. You know, it's got uh, pros and cons for a marriage, for instance. Uh, it can affect your sleep patterns if we're looking for somebody to say work, uh, you know, 10 to 10s from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. But uh, there's the way that would work would be three 12 hour shifts and then a four hour remote shift. And it's rolling, so sometimes you might have five, six, seven days off in a row. Uh, you'll have a lot of off time because you're working the 12s as your primary, and then there's opportunities for overtime. And we're getting guys in, you know, at an 85k uh, salary range right out of the military, you know, in these roles, 65 to 85k. Not everybody's getting 85 right out, but you know, and overtime. And and if you're a rock star. You can really do more to prove your aptitude on a night shift than you can on a day shift for the reasons that you outlined, because you're necessary and you have to solve problems. And there's, you, you know, the, the boss isn't standing around. You are the boss. 
you have to solve this. You have to handle it. And if you handle it well, the next thing you know, you might be managing the day shift or you might be taking over a whole new project. So there's a lot of opportunity, but there is some sacrifice. It's got to be the right thing. I say faith and family first, you know, pray about it, talk to your wife about it. But we've got opportunities to make people rock stars and the night shift is a great place to shine. Yeah. And what about uh, uh, location wise? And I, I believe we hit it, but just uh, are we talking all across the country, all across the world? Uh, like where, where are we looking at location and then how long potentially are we looking at being at a location uh, before we're, we're able to move? And because uh, that's one thing that I see comes up a lot. Everybody, a lot of people leave the military because, oh, I want I want a steady location. And honestly, since I got out of the military, I moved twice, possibly going on a three t- three times now. But the, the part that people don't understand is it's not like, hey, you're going to do two, three years at this duty assignment and then we're forcing you to move. Like you have control over it. You can you can you know outperform everybody and move within one year if you want and get to the place you want to go or you can settle down and hang out and people if you're doing your job effectively people and you're like hey i don't i don't want to move i like this they're not going to say well we need you to move out and become a better you know a higher ranking person no they'll, they'll accept to continuing to pay you what you what you're satisfied with in in a, in a particular role for six seven eight nine ten whatever years that it is so uh talk, talk to me a little bit about location in the last few minutes here. Sure. So, you know, we're, we're a DC based firm, Northern Virginia. And, um, you know, if you really want to leverage your credentials as a transitioning service member, the number one market is the DC area. However, there are other, you know, vast pockets of, uh, industry where your skills will be valuable. We are very wired into DC. So we can look for other opportunities, too. And we do have other opportunities, as we mentioned, in Atlanta. And we've got some other positions all around. But these specific roles that we're talking about, uh, the defense contractor or the you know systems integrator is in uh, Ashburn, Virginia. The uh, call center uh, that manages all the support for this global uh, mission uh, is in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. And so the work uh, is is between Ashburn, Virginia and Alexandria, Virginia, which are suburbs of D.C. effectively. And uh, there is some remote work possibility, but, you know, primarily uh, people to be considered for these roles, they either have to live in Virginia or be willing to relocate to Virginia. But I'm telling you, it's kind of like I can't remember that movie with uh, uh, Nicholas Cage, you know, played the Wall Street guy who then ended up, you know, going to New Jersey, living with the, the girl he should have married from New Jersey. And then he tried to go back to Wall Street. He was like, hey, if it was, you know, ancient times, I would be in Rome. And he was talking about wanting to be on Wall Street because he was a finance guy. Same kind of thing with the military. The most opportunity right now is in is in the D.C. market. So um, there are other pockets again, but D.C., there's a lot of opportunity, and especially after COVID lifts, it's going to be a hiring frenzy in D.C. So, um, so yeah, the, the, these particular roles are anchored in the D.C. market, but we do uh, have others that we will be working and bringing to the table. Uh, but, but we're definitely right now looking for people that will come to D.C. or are willing to or are already there. Awesome. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, this has been great information. I can't wait to push this out to everybody. And, and again, I can't emphasize it enough. If you're listening to this, I mean, this is effective. Immediately reach out, send it to somebody you know. If you're in the S6, Intel world especially, send it to somebody, send it to somebody else. I mean, that's how networking works and, and that's how job finding works is is, you know, more through that channel than it is, uh, you know, that, that sending the resume through, uh, you know, through whatever, uh, uh, you know, third party audience, so to speak. So uh, I appreciate it. I want to give each one of you last, uh, any kind of last open mic time, any last thing you want to hit on before we close for the evening? Yeah, um, I'll go first to Hobby Wright again. Uh, feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn, Hobby Wright, H-O-B-B-Y. W-R-I-G-H-T, S-T-T, Global Consulting. I want to thank our CEO, Juliana Riahi, our president, Todd Duchman, who is also, he's a Gulf War veteran of uh, U.S. Navy. 
Uh, Juliana has uh, specialized in cybersecurity and uh, this whole industry for over 25 years. And she has helped a lot of transitioning service members. Uh, and then, you know, we're looking for a UI, UX designer. We're looking for multiple senior help desk operations center staff, uh, all shifts, but a special emphasis on the night shift. We're looking for systems administrator one, systems administrator two, with a lot of the skills that we described, like scripting, TCPIP, SQL administration, VMware, Active Directory. Uh, we're also looking for uh, .NET developers, Java developers, C Sharp and C++ developer. Uh, the .NET developer has to have an active clearance. The senior help desk and systems administrators need to have an active clearance at a secret level. The UI UX developer just needs to be a U.S. citizen as well as most of those other developers just have to be U.S. citizens. We are actively hiring those roles right now. Um, and, uh, really just grateful for the opportunity, uh, love to be of service, love this podcast, love to be a part of, uh, view from the skies. And then I'll, I'll kick it over to Kyle to talk a little bit more about, uh, transitioning, um, cybersecurity professionals from the military. And then we can hand, hand it over to Chris to take us home. Like, like Chris said, there is a huge shortage in the hundreds of thousands of, uh, people that, um, uh, there's a huge labor shortage in the cybersecurity market that, that needs skills. So uh, if, if you're interested in, um, you know, adding and, and filling that labor shortage, uh, you know, please feel free to reach out. Kyle Oliver, STT Global. Um, if you go to uh, cyberseek.org slash heatmap, you can see for yourself um, the different certifications there are, those holders that there are here in the United States and then the job postings and see the discrepancies that we have currently. So uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, uh, really glad to be a part of this podcast. Passing it to you, Chris. Right, thanks, guys. Yeah, I want to plug two organizations real quick and then just hit on another point that was made. One, Veterati. Um, I've used them, and they're just a tremendous organization that provides mentorship um, to transitioning service members and veterans. And also they, they, they kind of plug you into the community that you're at to speak to other veterans and kind of find, you know, your, your footing. And uh, I was doing that here in Richmond and, and was able to talk to some great organizations like Capital One, for example, and really find the veterans in that organization and kind of run to them. And it, it was just great. And, and so Veterati is a great organization to know for your transition and if you're a current veteran. Uh, the other one would be Quiet Professionals. Uh, that's a group that was founded by Special Forces uh, that provides a lot of physical, physical security. They do a lot of uh, continued deployments. Um, they need IT. They kind of run the gamut. They're, they're a self-sustaining uh, self organization, a lot like the Marine Corps is, um, but just a great organization for those people that want to kind of stay in the fight but have taken the uniform off. Um, and then just to hit on a point that Hobby made a great point about just helping others. Um, so no matter what you end up doing when you transition, whether we're able to help you or not, there's so many different things you can do, whether it's volunteering and giving blood or working at a food pantry or being a mentor for Veterati or getting on a podcast like this. There's continued ways that you can serve. And um, obviously, Javi and Kyle and, and, and STT Global Consulting is is um, they value this or they wouldn't have given their time this evening. And um, I guess that's what I'll end on is um, I've been with these guys really less than a week and it, it already feels like a team. It feels like we're operating as a small unit in the military. Um, and it's just, um, it's, it's been great. And um, I really value their support. And I think we're going to just continue to climb this hill and do great things for uh, the transitioning service members and veterans and, 
and military sp uh, spouses. Yeah, and you guys uh, sound like a team. I mean, I, I know Chris has been, like you said, a week or so, uh, but but for the effort that you've put in and then how well you guys have worked together. I mean, we didn't, for those that don't uh, know the background, I mean, I, I literally reached out to Chris uh, yesterday. We, we chatted, uh, me, Hobby, and Chris chatted for 15 minutes or so about three hours ago, and now we're here recording, and it seems pretty smooth and effort effortlessly, but, uh, but that's because we're all lined in the same page and the same mission. And like you said, it's about finding other ways to give back and about being that team player, you know, so whether you're jumping on a podcast and sharing information or just, you know, patting your battle buddy on the back saying, Hey, I have this opportunity uh, or, Hey, did you guys think about this? Or can I help you coach? I know you're not transitioning right now, but coach you to at least get you started on your LinkedIn profile, stuff like that. Every little bit helps. You're all going to transition at some point or another. Uh, so, so why not start doing it a little bit sooner? You know, keep the OPSEC, do what you have to do to, to you know, be that professional in the uniform. But but understand that change, it, you know, is coming and it will come and eventually at some point or the other. So so start preparing as soon as possible and, and leveraging some of the resources uh, like higher military and veterati and a lot of the other uh resources that each and every one of you recommended so that's what we're about here a few from the skies about leaving that foxhole better uh and really you know take care of your battle buddy um so i'll just leave it at that and i appreciate it it's been a been a wonderful evening and thank you very much and hopefully we uh we help fill some of those cybersecurity gaps for for you know our nation thank you ryan thank you super five Lay up, lay up, lay up, hi-ho, lock and load. Thank you very much to the STT International Global Team for coming on, explaining in detail what they're looking for. <laughs> they're looking for people with those technical skills, but they're listen, looking for problem solvers, those willing to learn, grow their career, uh, take an off shift, and really serve and continue to give back to the mission that they believe in and who they value and who they are characteristics of, of the military service. So a veteran, a transitioning service member fits well now and it'll fit well into the future for cybersecurity, for IT, for a growing industry with COVID-19, who knows what's next. So now's the time to think about using resources like shift.org or leaderquest or many of the other ones that we've mentioned already to go ahead and work on getting more certifications so you can increase your income get more opportunity and go out there and continue to give back continue to be mission focused essential personnel uh, but on a little bit more of your own time and your in your own control so thank you very much to the sct org and we'll always remember, be the problem solver, be the wolf, and let's go out there and let's leave the foxhole better for the next person. View from the skies, out.